0: What is up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. Once again, this is the Athlete Factors podcast, and my guest today is my good buddy Jason. What's up? What's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing very well. How about you? Doing well. Excellent, excellent. So, uh, amid everything that's going on right now, I was, you know, I was just listening to a podcast last week that uh, uh, Joe Rogan had on the. Uh, the CEO of Spartan races. Okay. And uh, they were saying, you know, they've worldwide, these uh, athletic events that people get to participate in, you know, like running events, like marathons, triathlons, stuff like that. um, There's been 50,000 events that have been canceled.
1: Right.
0: And, and you know, like that's for a lot of people, like, these big races, these marathons, mm-hmm. Ironman triathlons, stuff like that. Uh, these Spartan races, these are like rites of passage. Like yeah. these are these are bucket list items that people are now not able to to do. So, yeah. um, so one to get you on because you've been, you know, you've been training for a marathon, and all yeah. of a sudden, boom, no Chicago marathon. So, yeah. what's going on, man? What are you gonna do? <laughs>
2: Well, it's funny you say rites of passage, that you use that term because this was actually going to be my first marathon, mm. right? So it's like that rites of passage, you hear people say that only 1% of the population runs a marathon. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm stepping through the fire on this one. I'm going to join that 1% club, and then all of a sudden the rugs kind of pulled under us. But to be honest with you, though, uh, if you ask anybody that was signed up, and uh, got selected to do Chicago Marathon. We all knew it was coming, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew it was coming after Boston got canceled, after New York got canceled. It's mm-hmm. kind of like we were all just waiting. The only only reason why it still burns a little bit is because of the timing of it. I guess the fact that, for in my case, I put, uh, what, six, seven weeks of training into it already. So with each week of training, you kind of get more hope. Like, well, maybe they might figure something out. We might do something. We'll see, <laughs> right? <laughs> But then we all get the same email. You find out that it's canceled. And, you know, like I said, we all knew it was coming. But collectively, everybody was still a little bummed out. But on that note, too, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm still going to do this thing. Right. Yes. I put that time into it already. So I'm still going to do it. Actually, just this week, I finally figured out the route that I'm going to run for mm. my marathon. Mm-hmm. So to me now, it's like it's official you know, I got I got new purpose to it again. You mm-hmm. know, at first I was kind of up in limbo because it was like I'm training, but I didn't know how it was really going to work when it comes down to that date. But now that I have my route, now I'm like, all right, cool. I can kind of schedule how I'm going to have everything going, what time I'm going to start, if I'm going to have water placed in this area where mm-hmm. my friends and family can kind of post up so they can see me if they want to come out and support too.
1: Mm-hmm. So now
2: it's like I'm, I'm reinvigorated again. I got more got more pep in my step, right? I was going to train regardless just because that's just what I do. That's who I am. But you know how it is when you have a, a goal and a big goal, something like your first marathon, whether this is going to be official or non-official, still a big goal.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: still something where it's like, all right, man, I, I, when, the, when I'm waking up at 5 a.m. every morning, like it's a purpose to that. And like I can mm-hmm. get up and I don't have to sit in the bed and just wonder and drill like, ah, here we go, right? Now it's like, all right, October eleventh is going down, so let's just get up, wash your face, brush your teeth real quick. Let's get to it.
0: Yes, I love that. Like, that's one of those things. Right now, uh, people feel like, what's the point? Why train? Like, tons of my clients are like, hey, my my events have been canceled, and and canceled out to the foreseeable future. Like, there's okay. there's no point at at which they're like, oh, hey, we're we're starting races in six months. It's like man, we don't know. Like we don't, don't know. know. Like it so um with technology now, like um I think Garmin might be back maybe <laughs> the whole about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. How many people are having heart attacks because they they don't they can't sync their mileage and the phone and the and the watch?
2: Garmin getting man Garmin, getting. <laughs> I'm telling you I was having issues this morning so Look, it's it's like it's partially working now, right? So
3: Mm -hmm.
2: I did my workout this morning, and when you check on Garmin Connect, it pops up. So you can see that it records the workout. It's just certain things that don't sync. So Mm. I'll give you my issue, my dilemma this morning was um, with my workout, I had a ladder workout. And what I tend to do uh, with my training plan, when I see a specific quality workout, I create this same workout in the uh, Garmin Connect app, mm-hmm. and then I have it sent to my watch. Mm-hmm. So that way, all I have to do is find a workout, hit it go, and then I just know. It beeps and buzzes and let me know when I have to pick up my pace or whatever it is that I have to do right. Mm-hmm. So the issue that I had with this one is um, it was a ladder workout. So it was three minutes of uh, like 5K effort, then two minutes recovery and it's four minutes 5k two minutes recovery five minutes 5k so you kind of get the idea goes up to five minutes mm-hmm. comes back down to three minutes but it's always two minutes recovery on each uh, recovery part now okay. i did this workout before but it was uh it was one to one on the work rest ratio so it was mm-hmm. three minutes on Three minutes recovery, four minutes on, four minutes recovery, five minutes on, five minutes recovery.
1: So mm-hmm. technically
2: today's workout was going to be a little bit harder because the recovery was a lot shorter, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Put the workout in, but it would not sync to my watch. Ah, dude. Frustrating. I, I and I, <laughs> it was partially my fault because I should have done this last night and just checked. Mm-hmm. But I waited till this morning, and then you know how it is when things don't work out for you. Sometimes right right up to that point, you just get flustered and just mad and frustrated. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even going to do this work. Like, I'm going to do this work. Like, I'm gone. So I'm like, you know what? I did the workout before. At least that one's still in there. It won't be as hard, but it was still a tough workout. I still end up putting in, like, um... I think like 7.3 miles worth of work. So it was still pretty good I got in on the track and did that.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: yeah, man, that's that's what we're dealing with with Garmin right now, man. It's just crazy. So, yeah. I don't know. Y'all just playing the waiting game. It's nice, though, that it still syncs because I sync uh, my Garmin to Strava and mm-hmm. the Nike Run app as well, too. Mm-hmm. So I can still see my uh, my mileage on those apps as well. So,
3: yeah,
2: just waiting game, man. Shoot, yeah,
0: that's that's how it was for me. So I I've been doing this uh, 200 mile challenge over the course of the mm-hmm. summer, and for right. a couple days I was like, <laughs> "No, it it looks if I feel like I haven't run because if yeah. if it doesn't show up on the if app, if it don't then,
2: show up, it didn't count. Yep. Did it
0: happen? So, <laughs> but yeah, I think a day or two ago stuff started to like yeah. sink again, which yep. was which was good but um aside from that we've got things like uh map my run so right. um for people who want to run a 5k or a 10k or a half marathon or a marathon that have no idea how to set up a course right like, that's a really useful tool you can yep. you can yep. set it up and and using like google maps or whatever like it mm-hmm it follows the roads and sidewalks yeah. and and running paths and stuff like that so um did you use that when you were setting up your uh, your marathon course
2: uh that was actually my start to running that was uh using map my run and the nike run app
0: mm-hmm.
2: so those that's how i uh, stepped up to running and then mm-hmm. started to run excuse me i used those apps and then i guess when i when i felt like i was officially a runner <laughs> felt like i can Grab me a Garmin watch. It took me a couple of years, but yeah, definitely like the map my run, uh, mm-hmm. Nike run app. It doesn't, uh, actually they did. They, uh, back, the, back in the day, they used to allow you to kind of create your runs, use the map for that one as well too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but you know, you use a Garmin for so long, you forget about that stuff because <laughs> <laughs> it just becomes so convenient for you. And yeah. You know, like I said, I just got flustered, dude. I was like, oh, my garment's not working. What, what am I going to do? What I do? Like, I never yeah. did it without garment before, right? <laughs> just crazy. You know, we get yeah. so so stuck in this technology sometimes. And <laughs> yeah. Kind of lose our way. So, Man. but yeah, it's, it, I mean, it is what it is. This year, I would say, is kind of uh, resetting everything, kind of getting everybody back to, you know, what's the purpose of you running in the first place? Mm. right is it really about the races is it really about doing everything on your garment watch like why did you you know originally get into it and I think it's it kind of sucks with some of the things that's happening but it also I, I will say it's kind of rekindled my love with running not that any love was lost but it's just like coming back to my foundation like all right
3: mm.
2: now it's just about running because you love to run now it's not easy and I'm thinking about the episode recent episode you and your buddy was talking about running suck running still sucks
3: I hate running man I hate it <laughs> Right? It's
2: nothing, it's nothing <laughs> too fun about it once you actually hit it but it's that sense of accomplishment it's that sense of you know um, setting the goal reaching that goal and I guess that runner's high feeling that you can sometimes get out of running mm-hmm. you know I'm starting to get back to that again too so you yeah. know it's, it's a little bit of light at this tunnel
0: that's good. That's good. Yeah, there's, it, it cracks me up. I didn't have GPS when I was running in high school or college. Right, right. Like I had a watch and, yep. um, everything was based off like, we just, we all knew like, I'm going to run a five mile route. And yep. I know that if I go this way, it's five miles, like exactly. maybe it's 4.8. Maybe it's five point three, <laughs> but it's five miles. But it's right? around so, there, yep. So that's how we used to do it, and like, uh, it cracks me up. I uh, I've been going to um, these socially distanced social runs at a, which is hilarious. At a, at a run on, it's like a running shop here, and uh, one of the guys there, he's in college, mm. and uh, he doesn't wear a watch. He runs holding his phone. Wow. Like that whole idea is just foreign to me. Like yep. no case. Like just like straight, like just holding his iPhone. He he does everything through the phone, GPS through the phone. Like you can use like the um, the Nike run app or, mm-hmm. or I think you might be able, to, I don't know if you can use Garmin on there, but there's apps that you can just boom, you, you hit you, you drive it that way. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, he just he does that, and he just holds his phone while he's running. I'm like, dude, imagine that. That is that's too risky for me, man. I don't want to <laughs> hold my phone like that's, uh, that's no. so heavy. Exactly, it's, it's not. It's nothing, but it just it reminds uh, me of uh, uh, when Garmin watches first started coming out. I think I was in college, and like, I mean, this thing was enormous. Like it would like sit on your wrist, but it was like, you know, it was like, right. and this one girl on our team had one and I would just make fun of her all the time. I'd be like, Hey, that's a really yeah. nice laptop, um, <laughs> on your wrist. Like, Hey, right. can I check? Can I check my email when you're done?
2: Like, like, let me see that tablet you got over there. Real yeah,
0: quick. it was huge. It's so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like half of it would like wrap around your wrist because it was so yep. big. They had to like figure out like it couldn't just be like a flat piece of
2: you
1: yeah. know
0: a flat watch. It was like so. But we've come a long way, man. These new yep. Garmin watches are incredible. But
2: yep, yep.
0: I got the uh, six forty five music. Oh, so I I've, I've got music on my watch and then i i just it you know it pairs with my headphones and boom Mm. i'm controlling everything that way and so i don't need to bring my phone i've got everything
2: debating i'm debating that man a buddy of mine actually did a review on that one and uh i mean i got the 230 so it's still this boy still ticket i got a refurbished on uh ebay too nice three years strong so yeah but uh yeah the one with the music is kind of kinda of calling me a little bit. But yeah. you know, I got young kids at home, so sometimes their phone is needed. I can't justify that. <laughs> <not. laughs> I can't justify not having a phone because you know for sure. Sometimes
3: something comes up.
2: Yep, something comes up. I gotta yeah. be on call. So
3: yep.
2: but, but definitely I uh that's one that's on my radar. That'll probably be the next one I ended up I end up getting.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of it. I just got it uh two or three months ago. Okay. No, I'm really enjoying it. Before that, I had a uh, I bought a used Vivo Fit, and mm-hmm. I had that for like three or four years. Yeah. Like, so that was good enough to do everything I needed it to do. Exactly. So, but yeah, once I started running more, I was like, okay, I I need I need I need something. Yeah. I need <laughs> need something new. <laughs> Graduate a little bit. Uh huh. Heck yeah. So, um, what what? made you decide to do a marathon what was it what what got you to the point where you're like all right i guess i'm gonna train for this this is you know it's a stupid long distance man
2: (laughs) it's funny because uh just starting off running like i was cool with doing 5k 10k like half marathon that's my that's my distance like that's my favorite distance to run Mm -hmm. i feel like it's it's long enough to where it's tough but it's still short enough that you can you can put a little pep in your step too once you once you're going. I have a track and field background where you know I was a, I was a sprinter, so I'm used to going fast, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I always equated running miles and long distance to punishment. You know, that was all. <laughs> if we got in trouble, we did some shit we weren't supposed to do. Go run some miles. Right? So <laughs> even the fact I tell people the fact that I'm running these long distances now is a miracle, just because it used to be punishment for us. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, the marathon, I always said, you know, I'll do my first marathon when I turn 40. That was always my plan. Like, when I turn 40 years old, I'll do a marathon to kind of commemorate <laughs> that <of being> milestone <laughs> birthday, right? But mm-hmm. um, basically what ended up happening was uh, I was running the uh, Indy Monumental Half Marathon last year. And a buddy of mine, Jameika Edwards, what's up, Jameika, if you're going to watch this, shout out to you. But uh, she did, like, a pasta dinner before us the night before. Mm-hmm. And it was a bunch of us there. It was a bunch of people, like, members of uh, Black Chicago Runners. Men run these streets. It was a bunch of different uh, little groups of folks that met up at our house. Mm-hmm. And everybody got to talking their marathon stories. And I apologize, man. I'm in my apartment, so they vacuumed me. So.
0: Oh, it's all good. <laughs> no worries.
2: It gets a little loud. It's just they they keeping the place clean. They're doing what we are supposed to do over here. That's That's
0: important right now.
2: (laughs) It's important. But, uh, yeah, everybody was telling their marathon Mm -hmm. stories, and it just, like, it inspired me. Mm I was like, man. And when you just look at everybody, like, it was different paces. It was men. It was women. It was, you know, different body types. Like, everybody was getting it in. Everybody had done a marathon. And I also had this kind of this thought, this kind of limiting thought that, you know, I had to run for a while before I was able to really get a marathon in. Mm-hmm. and they kind of just, like, shattered that for me, you know, just hearing all these stories, like, perseverance and everything, I'm like, damn, my like, God, right, it's, it's pretty dope, so, you know, I kind of made that decision, maybe I might do this thing a little bit uh, sooner than what I originally planned,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I'd already been uh, supporting this charity called Chicago Run out here, I've been supporting them for a few years, just on my own, uh, I just like what they do, man, like, I, I love the benefits of running, how it just helps me physically, mentally, spiritually at that. And they take Mm -hmm. those principles and they apply that to uh, teaching young kids in the city of Chicago, like an after-school program, Mm. and just giving them an outlet, you know, teaching them about, you know, uh, how to manage stress, you know, just healthy living, wellness, things like that. So I was like, you know what, let me check and see if they may have, like, a charity spot in the Chicago Marathon. If they do, that might be my end just to start right now. We'll just Mm -hmm. see. So I checked it out, seen that they had one. I was like, "Well, that might be my sign." So, end up getting in touch with them. They said they would love to have me. So I still had to go through all of that process, applying for Chicago Marathon, doing all that. They had to accept me as well too.
3: Mm-hmm. And the
2: rest was history, man. I was like, "You know what? Let's just let's just go for it." I feel like if you if you have the motivation to do a marathon, right then and there, you got to just do it. <laughs> it. It's not even something that I was going to wait on. I'm like, just Commit. do it. Before you yeah, change your mind, man, <laughs> yeah, just make that. And <laughs> if I change my mind, it's gonna be another three years again to how I originally planned. So, <laughs> but that's the story, man. Yeah, I, I blame everybody from uh Jamaica's pasta party for kind of <laughs> uh lighting that fire in me. <laughs>
0: it's their fault,
2: yeah, it's their fault, man. Yep, but I, I appreciate sure. them for it though. Because it was all because I was the only one that didn't have a story, so I mm. felt a little, a little left out too, but. Like, everybody was encouraging too like you know like you got what the taste to run a marathon like don't feel like you know you have to do anything special like if you got the motivation for it do it and after mm-hmm. that like I had the motivation to drive for it so I was like you know what let me get it in cuz who knows what what 40 might look like for me I might not be able to
0: do this thing right so mm-hmm. let me get it in now I like that yeah that's that's I'm not to that point yet where I want to do a marathon, but, uh, <laughs> but it's so, uh, it's inspiring to me when people commit to that and, yeah. and then they do the training for it. Cause, uh, just about everybody can do it. Yeah. It just, it, it requires time yes. and consistency and, um, yeah, you can do it. Anybody can do it. Like that was that was the thing that Nick was saying, you know, last week. Like, right. you know, anybody can do it. That's right. It's gonna take people a long time. Spend, yep. like, he was doing a hundred miles. Like, right. That's, or that's what he was going for.
1: But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. You know, that one percent of people. Like, anybody can be in that one percent. Yeah. You just got to put in that time and effort. And that's right. And it's, it's probably just as mentally grueling as it is physically grueling. Um, and so, yeah, you gotta, when you commit to it, I'm sure it's just, mm-hmm. you've gotta reconfirm that commitment. Exactly. Every morning, you know? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna would do it. I will say
2: this I'm, I'm surprised how my body is holding up. Mm-hmm. Like, I. You know, I've heard a story of marathon training. Now, granted, I'm, I'm just now hitting the halfway point, so I haven't really, like, cranked it up on my long runs just yet. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to start that this week. But I'm still surprised. Like, this month is going to be my first month ever hitting uh, over 150 miles. Wow. Like, the most I ever ran was, like, 130. I think that might have been a couple months ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So, even now, like, my legs still feel relatively fresh. I know me and you talked a little bit about my knee issue as well too. But for mm-hmm. the most part, I'm I'm feeling good, man. Like my runs are good. But just like you said, it's just it's that mental part. It's that getting up at five. It's that going to bed early, cause you know you gotta get up at five.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like,
2: you know, doing that, I still got things I wanna do, books I wanna read, things I'm studying. So after my runs, like showering up, try to get a little bit of that time in, but it still have to go to work, work full time still. So I've got my eight hours in and I'm training people as well too. So Mm
1: -hmm. you know how it is
2: when you train in a lot of times, you're kind of involved in some of the things that you do. So it's extra exercise I'm putting in throughout the day sometimes as well. So it is, man, it's definitely um, something I was kind of prepared for just because I've heard different people talk about it, but once you're actually in it, like, it just makes me appreciate everybody much more that has gone through a marathon. When we hear people talk about the training, like, it really is. It's a whole nother commitment. It's a whole nother mm-hmm. commitment. Because either you doing this thing, like, very early in the morning or, or late in the evening, especially with the heat, how it's been just across the country. I can only imagine what it's like down there for y'all in Texas, man. Because out here in northwest Indiana, it's been crazy. And you know, I, I'm a southern boy at heart, too, so... Yeah. I I don't mind the heat like that, but like running in it still, man, it's it's still crazy. Still
0: crazy. Yeah, last night, uh, I didn't get to run here. You either run 5, 6 a.m. or you're running Mm. at like 8 p.m. Because like anytime in between there, like it's just it's so hot. Like last night, it was a cool night. It was only 80 degrees. But it was still like, you know, 95% humidity. So, right. but yeah, that that like that was refreshing last night, my run, because it was only 80. But like, yeah. Thank God. Yes, exactly. So there's times where I'll get out, you know, at 5, 530 in the morning, 6 a.m., and um, it's it's 85 90 degrees and the sun's not even up yet and it's just like oh all right well this is as cool as it's gonna get might as well might as well deal with it so yep so yeah it's one of those things like um you can dwell on it or you can just be like hey it's just i'm gonna do what i can do and if i have to you know if i have to cut it short or i have to slow down or i have to wait till my heart rate comes back down whatever it is like I'll just deal with it. So, right. if it's, there have been a couple times where, you know, the only time I, I get to run is, you know, 11, 12, 1 o'clock, somewhere, somewhere in that yeah. range. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to find a place with shade. Yeah, definitely. And I'm not going to worry too much about my pace. And when it's that hot out, um, I noticed if I run like, I'll run a mile and then, as soon as my watch beeps and I've hit my mile, then I'll just start walking till my heart rate. I usually pick like around 130 beats per minute. Once my heart rate gets back down to 130, boom, I'll run another mile. To it. And then to it. and then so every mile, I'm just taking, you know, a little break. And the more that I've done that, like now my breaks are like I I'll finish. And my heart rate's at like 140. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to get like 10 seconds rest on this one because my heart rate, <laughs> right. as soon as I start walking, my heart rate yep. drops real quick. And I'm like, man. Yep. So my rests have been a whole lot shorter, which is kind of the point. Like, that's what you want. So,
1: yep.
0: um, but yeah, I found like I, I can do much better the rest of the day when I'm doing that. I don't feel like garbage the next day. Gotcha. Um, just from taking those little breaks at every mile. And yeah, it's not the same as running. You know, five miles consecutive or six miles consecutive. Right. But um, if I do six miles consecutive, then the next day my workout's going to be just garbage. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather crazy. do that and then you know, kind of live to fight another day. I'm still getting into training.
2: He's training. Yep.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm still acclimating to that heat, and then it makes those eighty degree runs like last night you feel like you know <laughs> heaven. Running through <laughs> paradise, man. that's <laughs> uh, fun. So tell me a little bit about. Uh, what your training program has been like.
2: Mm-hmm. So uh, since I'm doing this with Chicago Run, they actually partnered with Chicago Endurance Sports out here. Mm-hmm. So their coaches are providing a training program for us. Nice. And uh, basically the program right now is pretty much three weeks of building. And when I say building, it's kind of uh, more so talking about the long run. Three Mm -hmm. weeks of building and we'll have a week of cutback. So that's pretty much been the uh, program up to this point. I did a little sneak peek and it seems like as I'm getting closer to my uh, gauntlet, the 20 miler, (laughs) what's going to happen is going to cut down to, I think, um, two weeks and then a cutback.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Two weeks of building, a cutback. So just kind of getting my, I guess, trying to keep the legs fresh on that. As far as my quality days, uh, two built-in, well, additional quality, I would consider long-run quality days as well, too. But uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, Monday is usually either tempo or hill intervals, and Mm -hmm. uh, I did hill intervals uh, Monday. And then my Wednesdays are usually my, uh, I'll call them my track workout days. So that's usually mm-hmm. like my faster intervals. So it could be anything from like 400-minute repeats, 800-meter repeats, just like what I did this morning, like with the uh, ladder workout. Mm-hmm. I usually like mm-hmm. to get those on the on the track. Just kind of makes me feel fast, you know, <laughs> bring me back to some good memories of being um, on the track back in the day. So <laughs> I like to get those on my uh, Wednesdays. And then Tuesday, Fridays are um, just easy run days. Mm -hmm. And what I've been doing is I've been doing my easy run days on the treadmill. So the reason why I've been doing that is just switching up the surface so I'm not always pounding the pavement. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to keep my legs as fresh as I can. since I I knew coming in, like, this was going to be all types of, like, mileage PRs and just how much training I've been doing. So I just Mm -hmm. figured... As much as I hate running on the treadmill, like, I appreciate the treadmill so much more right now just because of how fresh my legs actually feel. Because those Tuesdays and Fridays when I'm getting those runs in, like, I'm not feeling, like, real beat up if I have Mm -hmm. to, you know, be on concrete or be on pavement, you know, five, six days out the week. And then my Thursday is just a uh, cross-training day, so I pretty much, I can use that as just a basic rest day or cross-training And what Mm -hmm. I've been doing is uh, I'll do one week of cross training. Next week, I'll just use it as an extra rest day. Mm. So uh, last week, I ended up uh, riding uh, with my buddy Theron. He brought an extra bike out. We did like an 18-mile cycle, which I didn't realize we did that much mileage. It was crazy. (laughs) You know, I attribute that to, I guess, all the training I've been doing for this marathon because it didn't feel like much.
3: Yeah, a cardio base, man.
2: Yeah, the cardio, at least for my lungs, like, it didn't feel like anything. I felt like we could have did another 18 if we really needed to. Mm. Now, sitting on that seat, I don't know
3: if my, <laughs> my
2: istio <of> tuberosities could have, <laughs> <laughs> they could have handled that for too much longer before. <laughs> i feel a little inflamed, if you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But,
2: uh, need to
0: uh, need to build up a little callus down there.
2: Man, <laughs>
0: Real.
2: Uh, a little extra padding.
0: cushioning. The extra yeah.
2: cushioning on that seat. I see why the <laughs> cyclists be wearing that extra uh pad in their booty. and shorts. Look. Look, look like hemorrhoids, <laughs> but I, I would wear that <laughs> if I had to. I would definitely wear that, man.
3: Oh man. <laughs> and yeah.
2: then uh finally Sundays is just um that's just a rest day. I'll get my body prepared for the uh for the grind again on Monday. So I'm mm-hmm. pretty much training uh five to six days off the week one to two days of just complete rest just depending on the week so it's pretty good good. yeah it's pretty good training
0: yeah i mean that's that sounds you know that sounds like the type of training i was doing in college where Mm -hmm. a lot of guys like they were training seven days a week and i was like i need a day where i'm not (laughs) doing anything like i don't want to have to if i feel like running maybe i'll go run you know 20 minutes 30 minutes max like but i don't I need a day where I don't have to run and yep. you know what they put in way more mileage than me and they'd get sick way more often than me oh, and yeah. they'd finish way behind me yep. on race day. And I was like, I don't know. what do you want me to hey, say?
2: Like when you say that, that's a, that's another thing that I think a lot of people are missing the point on with the marathon as well too. And like I said, it, it sucks that it happens, but I don't think people understand how, uh, how the immune system is compromised after running a marathon, and yeah. I don't think enough people were taking that into uh, context as well, too. So, like I said, it, it sucks that uh, you know they had to cancel. But I totally understand because you got forty thousand people, you got people coming in from all types of countries, and you, you know it, it, it's just crazy and just. When you said that, that was one of the first things I thought about. Was like, well, oh, you know, it's cool because running actually helps you build your immunity, right? We know that mm-hmm. it's been scientifically proven. But when you run twenty six point two miles, your immunity is suppressed a little bit after that. It's compromised after that, you know. And that's yep. when you hear people talk about getting sick after a marathon. You know, that's that's that issue right there too. And yep. that's the last thing people need when you talk about. What's going on with COVID-19 is having to mm-hmm. suppress the immune system right now. So, I mean, they they did the right thing, man. They did the right thing. I'm, I'm actually glad that you said that, and I can actually say that, too,
3: mm-hmm. for
2: people. Because it's still some people that's just kind of like, man, they could have just figured out, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's a lot more complex than people really think. You know, you got to manage all those people, but then physiologically, you got to think about, how the body's going to react and how the body's going to respond to running 26.2 miles after that too.
0: Yeah. I think it was, uh, 10, 10 ish years ago when I started looking into exercise induced immunosuppression. So I did a little, Mm -hmm. little extra research on that. When I was in grad school, I did a a review of lit paper for one of my, for my class, one of my classes. Um, Cardiopulmonary exercise physiology class, and uh, I could be off on the numbers, but I'm pretty sure it's like 20% of marathoners get some sort of upper respiratory tract infection within two within two weeks. Yep, and uh, you know a lot of that you can alleviate by fueling correctly. Like your immune system wants to run on you know glucose, and so if Mm -hmm. your muscles and your immune system are competing for the only type of uh, fuel that's available right then and there, then, then, you know, your body's like, Hey, I'm going to run. And your immune system's like, all right, I guess I'm going to take a back seat. So, um, you know, like my, my plan actually for, uh, I was planning on going back to school to get my PhD. I wanted to do my thesis on, uh, bioactive peptides and study, These peptides from uh, bovine colostrum that are – that were um, antibacterial, antimicrobial, and uh, anti-inflammatory and pro-immune system and study taking those aspects of colostrum, these bioactive Mm. peptides, giving them to endurance athletes and just seeing if it helps out their immune system because there's like – all these all these endurance athletes are just yeah. sick all the time, you yep. know, so they don't recover enough. They don't rest enough. They don't eat enough.
3: Mm-hmm. And then
0: they train really hard. And it's like, exactly. Hey. so that w- that was the plan. That was, yeah. Obviously, that didn't happen, but that was right. the plan. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like that's that's a big liability issue. Like if you're going to put on an event like that, like it's not like a five K. Like if you're doing right. if you're doing a marathon, like you you know yep. these people are gonna have compromised immune systems for probably the next two weeks. Exactly. And that's you know, that's tough because as yep. soon as you finish a run, what do you wanna do? You wanna Man. go lay down probably and take a nap and you know, for the next yep. two weeks you're you're kinda just chilling, which in some cases that might be all right, but in other cases like that's you know could be I don't right. exactly could be setting yourself up for, for you know, some at risk uh, type of type of situation. So um, yeah, man, that's goodness. That's why I'm not running marathons right now. I don't, my <laughs> my immune system is uh, I value it too too much. I got. So. You. <laughs> I hear that excuse. I hear that's, that one. That's a good That's one. my that's current reason. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about um, you said you've got your your course kind of planned out. Um, mm-hmm. What's that going to look like?
2: So it's going to be uh, it's, I live in northwest Indiana, so I'm in the Merrillville, uh, in Indiana. So we basically a suburb of Chicago for, for those that don't know. But uh, out here we have a. Uh, It's an old rail trail. It's now like a bike trail. It's Mm -hmm. called the uh, Erie Lackawanna. Basically, from Crown Point, Indiana, all the way up to Hammond, Indiana, it's uh, 17 miles, point to point. Along that uh, 17 miles, it kind of cuts around the outer edge of a park that I do a lot of my training at as well called Wicker Memorial Park. And it's a huge park, huge trail. Um, it actually has a golf course in the middle of the uh, actual trail around it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the actual uh, loop is, I think, 2.24, two, two and a quarter, I think, mile loop. Mm-hmm. So the plan for me is to go point from point because I live closer to the crown point uh, start. hmm Go from Crown Point to downtown Hammond. That'll be my 17. I will bring that back. On the way back, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how far it is from Hammond to Wicker Memorial from downtown. I'm guessing that it's maybe around three-ish miles. Mm-hmm. So when I hit Wicker Memorial, I'm hoping that it have me at that 20-mile mark. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to finish the rest of my uh, 6.2 or whatever else is left doing loops around the park nice so that's how i do that yeah so it just allows me to strategically have people placed in certain areas Mm -hmm. uh you know the 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 family can come out friends can come out i already had a couple buddies that said when i get to wicker they're gonna uh hop on and maybe do a couple miles on me you know a couple miles with me excuse me just kind of Keep me motivated, cause I'm pretty sure, you know, everybody talks about when you hit that 20, you know, everything changes from there. So I'll I need that extra motivation. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's the plan, and it's cool, cause it's a it's a big park. So depending on what the weather is, if everybody kind of want to hang out for a little bit over there as well too, mm-hmm. like we'll kick it for a little bit, and we'll do it up that way. But it's it's nice. It's uh, a route that I'm very familiar with, so it won't be any surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to go through too much traffic. Like, I hear about... <laughs> a couple of people talking about they still wanted to run Chicago, and I don't know how the hell they're going to do that because yeah. it's going to be a normal day. So, <laughs> it's like, like, you plan on running the middle of the street in Chicago on a Sunday? You don't know, have at it. You know... You're going to are... stop
0: your clock at every... Exactly. Uh, ...at every <laughs> light? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... <laughs>
2: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I, I'm still waiting to hear what uh, Chicago Marathon is doing, because they've been saying for the longest that they are. Um, they're still planning on, uh, I don't know, celebrating. I don't know what they plan on doing that mm-hmm. week, you know, usually <clears throat> excuse me, going into bigger marathons like that, usually like the days leading up to it, just a whole bunch of things that go on in the city or whatnot. Yep. So, it sounds like they were still planning on doing something like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: They said they, uh, you know, for the virtual, whatever, like, they're going to keep it keep it going. Excuse me, my battery's getting a little low. They're going to keep it going somehow for this, uh, to do the marathon virtually.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what that is or what that means, but we'll see. I got my route. I'm still going to run on October 11th like it was planned.
0: So,
2: mm-hmm. whatever they do on top of that is just kind of be icing on the cake. Nice.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, one of my clients he's been doing quite a few virtual events, and oh, if I mean if it's anything similar to that, like as long as you have like GPS data, as kind of like evidence, yeah. you know, you yeah. submit you submit your time with you know either the screenshot of your garmin app showing your distance and your time or whatever and Gifty. um yeah exactly if it's if we make it past this garma get it <laughs> i hadn't heard i hadn't heard it called that that's absolutely fantastic i feel like i heard somebody say that one time <laughs> so funny um yeah so you know people can get out and, and they can do stuff and mm. and it's not hard to do that um it takes a little extra planning. It takes a you know a little, little little time and effort to make sure that you've got your, you know like you've got your course set up. You've got it yeah. all planned out. You've got I'm sure like water stops and, and fuel yeah. stops along the way. Yep. And, um, you know I've got clients who right now they could be kicking their feet up. They they don't have to train hard right now. There's no right. races planned. Um, but you know the few that are committed. To saying, hey, like I can, I can use this time to to build a bigger training block, a more robust training block, and that's gonna help me out next season or next year or really two years from now if I can just commit to like uninterrupted, no competition. Like I'm just gonna focus on, yeah, you know, on this. Um, you know, they're setting up their own little competitions and. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're going to travel uh, to, you know, the the locations where those events were supposed to happen. Right. And, OK. And they're going to do it. So I got a buddy who um, he's he's going to go to Waco. Right. He, he lives okay. here in Dallas. He's going to drive an hour and a half, two hours down to Waco where they were, mm-hmm. you know, going to have this race and he's going to do it. And so he's Ooh. calling ahead and checking to make sure, like, hey, can I. Can I get in the Brazos River? Is this going to be a problem? Am I going to get arrested? If so, you know, good luck <laughs> good luck catching me. You're going to have to get in this water, too. So stuff right. like that. Like, yeah. you can, you know, like, you're, you're proof that people don't have to wait for an event. Like, you can just do it.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, but I think, too, like, this type of stuff just re- recently got, like, real popular mm-hmm. over the last – couple of decades or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like this has been just the most popular thing to do to run these type of races. And I would even say within the last probably 10, 15 years, it's like really exploded. Mm-hmm. Just the popularity of actually running races. So just kind of going back to what we were talking about before, like before garments and all that, like we, you just ran just because you ran. You know, it was something that you wanted to do. You challenged yourself in a way that you wanted to challenge yourself. And this is what I'm looking at it as is, you know, this is a this is a challenge. You know, this is to see how my body responds to running a 26.2 mile long run, is what we don't call it now, right? <laughs> <laughs> see how my body responds to that now. Cause, you know, I'm I feel like I'm just that's just me. I'm already gonna be pushing myself even into my old age, you know, bar any catastrophic injuries or anything like that. Like, hell, I might be entering in like masters USA TF events, right? Just, just because that's just that's just what I want to do. I'm always gonna be pushing myself. So,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, this this is just the next thing. No, it's not. You know, it's not official. I have a I have my garment up, Strava, whatever I need to just to you know get it down or whatever. And if people wanna, you know, if you get yeah. uploaded as an official marathon, it's cool. I don't. Me personally, I don't think it's official until I actually run that race, like mm-hmm. it's like timing and chips and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, to each his own. But it'll still be me you know, hitting that 26.2 mile barrier, getting that notch under my belt. And -hmm. then just like you said, like just continuing on because when this thing lifts or we figure out how we can have races safely for everyone, Mm -hmm. like when I I really get to it, man, it's not just going to be about completing the marathon and it's going to be about racing the marathon.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. That's one thing I like to do. Like I go to races to race. Like I go to races to push myself. Like that's Mm -hmm. just the the athlete and the competitor in me like nice taking pictures and doing all those things meeting up with your buddies and friends but when we on the line like i'm going like i set a goal and i'm, I'm damn sure gonna make sure i'm hitting that goal so i'm yeah. racing when it comes to that point so
0: yeah finishing that's good exactly but it, it might not be enough sometimes exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> sometimes you gotta that's go me, for it it was nice to finish but then if I ain't get that time I wanted to I might be a little upset. <laughs> I might not say what's up to you real quick. here where you want me to. So give me a few minutes. <laughs> I'll be back to myself. Let me calm down a little bit. But yeah, man, like that's that's what this year is. Like you hit it right on the head, man. It's, this is this is a year to train.
1: Mm-hmm. This is
2: a year to just do those type of challenges there's been so many different challenges if you look on like instagram facebook whatever your social media of choice is like Mm
3: -hmm. people
2: coming up with some crazy stuff to do in order to challenge themselves and like push the envelope a little bit
3: Mm -hmm. as
2: far as racing strength training like whatever like whatever your poison is like people's doing some some interesting things to kind of push themselves so i'm me personally i'm very excited to see like what the climate of racing is going to be when it finally does open up because I think it's going to be, I know I'm not the only one that thinks the way I think, it's going to be some people out there that's going to be like, it's its going to be competitive as hell. <laughs> like, it's going <gonna> <laughs> to be some times being run. It's going to be some people like ready to do some damage. So yeah. I'm very, very excited to see like what that actually looks like when the, when the COVID-19, you know, barriers are somewhat contained, or whatever it's going to be. We don't yeah. know. But when, that, when we figure out how to do this thing, compete and race safely, it's going to be very interesting to see how everybody comes out the gate. Because I think it's going to be a lot of people very well prepared and very well motivated to, to really run some times.
0: Man, I I totally agree with that sentiment. Like, I was just thinking, you know, a couple days ago, like, how much more amazing and interesting is it going to be watching the Olympics mm. next summer? Because everybody paying
2: attention to everybody running right now.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: There's there's still I'm doing some. Man.
0: Yeah, there's still doing some interesting track meets. Yes. Uh, uh, I've been able to watch a couple of them um, okay. where they'll do a meet uh, that is currently going on at the same time in three or four different countries. I've
3: seen that, yes. It's
0: insane. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. So, like, they're, they're running, like, a girls' 800, like, women's yeah. 800, and, like, three people are in, like, I forgot, like, Norway, and then there's, like, three ladies in Kenya, and then, yep. like, three ladies in the U.S., and like they the,
2: the controversy with Noah allow did you see that with the 200
0: where they lined him up like at 187 meters or something <laughs> like, like
2: yeah but that's what they were doing too like he was racing against two other people they were in yep. different countries as well too yeah yeah man that's that's, that's crazy how they doing the, the creativity of all that man
0: yeah it's it's super cool cuz like you know they'll they'll put all three Pictures up or all three videos up at the same mm-hmm. time so you can see it and yeah I couldn't believe they uh, they really screwed him out of that one because <laughs> like what was the judge that's thinking crazy. like it says it says the distance on the ground like, that's what I'm
2: thinking like I'm that's what, that was my thoughts like what type of track are they running on because even the track the track that I run on is three lanes <laughs> you can see the concrete under it. Like, <laughs> it everything is still everything is still marked. Uh-huh. I Still know where two hundred meters is, where I can find my, <laughs> my daggone <laughs> starting block. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that blew my mind. But man, if he had done if he had done the full two hundred that fast, like I, I mean, he he just looks so smooth. Like Not my no. jaw dropped. Like he looks. I know. No. He looks really really good right now. So I'm yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. For him and for Christian Coleman, like, both of those guys yeah, next summer,
2: like, yeah. gives me goosebumps. I
0: thought he, right. I
2: thought he fell off the end of the earth and, like, he come back running in a 9-9 flat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a Baylor one. guy.
2: Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, man. Yeah. Yeah, the, the relays. The relays could be really good.
2: They might. Yeah, they might do something. Yeah. Just get that stick around.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> All they gotta do is just get the stick Man. in his hand. We might we might do something special this year. US,
0: year U.S. Men's Relays, the Sprint Relays. Man, if we always we're always stacked, we're always good. It's just a matter of like, are we spending the time right. working on those handoffs, yep. working on those transitions? Yep. So, but that's one of the differences I I've, like, I've talked with coach buddy of mine about this like
1: okay
0: um it's so hard to compete with uh with the jamaicans because they all tend to to train together at the same track you know and then if you've got like here in the u.s like you've got some guys training in in uh california you've got some guys training where they went to college you've got like everybody's all spread out like how do you get together to to practice handoffs and they do Um, it
2: they only practice when they get together like days before the event or whatever exactly so, exactly. yeah, I feel you.
0: So, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully, oh, man, I can't wait. Like, I'm so pumped. I was heartbroken that they had to postpone them. But it's like, you know what? That's that's just the way it is, and next year is going to be amazing.
2: Yeah. I wonder, so maybe you might have to answer this question. So, the Olympics is going to be 2021 next year.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Is it? Does it continue to go four years from 2021?
0: I have so no idea.
2: Are we on odd years now? Or what? <laughs> <laughs> I've not like, asked anybody this officially, but I've yeah. been thinking about this. So I'm like, are we odd years? Because <laughs> I feel like that like messes up other stuff too.
0: Yeah, that could. I think I think they'll have like, to they'll have to keep it on the regular uh, even even years every four years basis. Like, so the next Olympics right. will will be in three years. I think that's probably how they'll do it. Because, like, yeah, like you said, there's other stuff. There's world championships. There's, yeah. Um, you know, like the Winter Olympics. Right, right. Alternate with – or not alternate, but it's every two years versus every four. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, they switch back and forth two years. Um, right. It's one or the other. So, um, yeah, I think – who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. I hope it's not something where they have to, like – Postpone it again, but we don't know. We right. won't know till till we know till we get closer. So, but dude, we don't know. It's crazy. So, what's uh, what does everybody need to know right now? What's what's uh, share some share some fatherly wisdom with us? Yeah, uh, I
2: mean, I've been documenting everything on YouTube, so. I mean, if folks wanna, you know, take a ride, ride on a journey with me on on the YouTube tip or or IG Live, I would say um, or IG TV, not IG Live, my bad, IG TV. Um, you can follow me at uh, RunJLC. That's on IG, and then the YouTube is actually the channel is RunJLC too. But uh, it's a special way you got to put it in. I just figured out. because I tried to look myself up on there and couldn't find me. <laughs> I guess the, uh, the way that I put it on there. So it's like, it's capital R, U-N, then capital J, capital L, capital C. Mm. So you have to put it in that way and then I'll I'll come up on YouTube. <laughs> gotcha. I was, I was looking, I'm like, damn, where the hell am I at? Like, <laughs> it was all types of this different stuff. And I'm like, man, I said, I hope I ain't do nothing illegal. You know, they ain't uh, notify me or nothing. But then I just realized I guess it was just the way that I put it in. So it's capital R, U-N, capital J, capital L, capital C. Gotcha. And yeah, you know, just follow me on uh, on YouTube or, or IG. It's pretty much all I really do right now is just uh, document my training. Uh, through those platforms I'm, I know after the marathon I'm actually going to continue with the YouTube thing because I, I kind of like that process I'm using the GoPro with a mm-hmm. lot of my runs as well too so I just got a couple of new pairs of shoes and I'm actually going to jump into the world of uh, shoe reviews I guess nice. some people asked me to ask me to actually review the shoes so
0: yeah,
2: we'll see we'll see how that all goes
0: yeah, uh, I saw you got your first shoes. pair of Hokas
2: yeah Dude, hey, I've been having some funny conversations, like <laughs> in my DMs about that. Like, it's so many people's been hitting me up, like, dude, I want to run at hokas. I just don't like how they look. Man. <laughs> I'm like, I can't hey, bring
0: myself. I, I can't you, do it. That was
2: always, hey, that was all. That's always been my reservation, man. It's like, damn, it's just orthopedic shoes. I just can't go out running like that, man. You don't. Know? <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, actually the ones that I got recommended to get the Rencons, dude, they they nice man. They are very light, like surprisingly light when you look at the shoes and you see and even feel the stack height on them. But like when you put them on, when you hold them in hand, it's like damn, these shoes are light
1: mm. and
2: they fast. Like they actually want you to run fast, so. I'm very surprised with those shoes. I'm actually going to talk a little bit in more detail in this week's episode, like why I ended up getting those. Cause I got those, and I got the uh, Infinity Reacts as well, too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So kind of just going in line and just me wanting to be uh, be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Just making sure that my legs are fresh. I'm trying some shoes with uh, more stack height
3: mm-hmm. to
2: see how how my legs respond to that as well, too. Cause mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, I'm so used to... Uh, like sprinting and just moving a little bit faster. So I'm used to being a little bit closer to the ground, have a little mm-hmm. bit more ground contact. Yep. So I'm gonna try it out and see what it's like with the higher stack height and just see, is that something that I like? You know, if it is cool, it'll be a good uh, way to add some variety to my shoe rotation. And mm-hmm. if not, that's fine too. At least I know that's something that I don't like, but so far I'm liking what I'm feeling right now, especially out of the Rencons. I took them on the track this morning now I will say uh, on the track they're fine, but they have a little bit of give to them, mm. and
3: I'm,
2: I think I want something that's a little bit more stiff on the track because the track already yeah. has give, right? You know that. Right. So I yep. think hey, on the track I need something a little bit more stiff. But even even so, like the Rincón, they still held up pretty good.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, I don't think I would use those as track shoes. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to my. Uh, I got some New Balance Eight Nineties and some um, some Speedy Lee Tens from Nike. I'm gonna stick to just keeping those on the track.
3: On the track, and mm-hmm.
2: then uh, yeah, then the Hoka Boys. Those will be my when I'm pounding the pavement because the way I'm feeling right now with those shoes, that they'll probably be the ones I ended up uh, doing racing the racing in. Yeah,
0: yeah yep. I was about to ask you yep. like, what do you what are you gonna pick for your race shoes? So. Yeah,
2: those. Right now, those will probably be my racing shoes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If you're doing a marathon, you probably want to have clouds on your feet.
2: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, I'm still – I mean, the training is going good, but I'm really – I'm hitting the halfway point of training next week. So, Mm -hmm. like, it's time to put the big boy pants on now because now it's like the workouts are going to be a little bit more tough. The mileage, obviously, is going to be more tough. So, Mm -hmm. I feel like I gotta get my legs prepared for that and I think I, I think I've pulled the right trigger with the shoes that I got right now because I think That's they'll cool. keep my legs very fresh for the
0: for the marathon gotcha oh I uh, almost forgot I was also gonna ask you like are you doing anything special like uh, with your nutrition or dietarily or are you just kind of doing what you normally do eating man yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm doing sure i
2: normally do but I'm definitely so definitely, uh, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm, getting extra calories in. That was one thing. Uh, one of the coaches was kind of stressing to me it was like, you know, get some extra calories in, you know, still make sure it's quality calories. You don't want to just pick out on unnecessary foods or whatnot, but um, mm-hmm. get the That's extra calories in. And I got a scale. Yeah, I got a scale at home. I got a scale at my job, too. So I'm constantly weighing myself. Mm-hmm. I haven't lost any weight so far. So, Mm -hmm. as much mileage that I've been putting in, like, I'm still staying at my, I guess, my race weight for Mm -hmm. me, which is, like, I'm usually, like, around 150 up to, like, 153 or something like that. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, I'm staying. I'm staying right where I need to. I'm not losing any weight. Not Mm -hmm. gaining any weight as well, too. But, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty well with the nutrition side of things, man. i bumped up my calories just a little bit. I haven't gone super crazy right now. We'll see what it's like when i get into this harder stretch of training i might have to hit you up
0: and <laughs> <laughs> you start hitting those teens those mid to upper teens for those long runs and uh yeah there's not enough food in the world man you man. just can't you can't get enough yep so <laughs> goodness but yeah that's that's one of those things if you're not uh if you're not thinking about it beforehand and uh making sure that you got something available you know like yeah before you run maybe during the run especially you know as as soon as possible after like when it comes to back to that uh that immune response the sooner you can get some some glucose available um you know not just for your muscles but for your immune system too Mm -hmm. like i think i'm pretty sure uh gatorade was doing the first studies on uh Recovering your immune response after a long bout of training, because they were like, they were like, yeah, like, you know, you drink Gatorade afterwards, but you know, it's not going to help. You know, you don't you don't need the fuel at that point for running. You're done running. Like, you need it for some. You know, what what do you need it for? Is there benefit here? And it's like, yeah, like people, I I'm pretty sure don't don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure they they were they found some good results from just like. Even if you're just drinking a little Gatorade afterwards, like,
2: well, they got enough glucose in their uh, drinks to, to definitely help you out. So I can see that. Being, yeah. uh, uh that, that that probably would be a, a post post run post workout drink that you can consume, especially in that realm. I try to stick with it I'm glad that you even bringing it up, too, because I'm uh, I try to stick with the noons right now as far <laughs> as my hydration. For the, most for the
0: electrolytes and stuff. Yeah,
2: mainly for the yep. electrolytes. Um Yep. The sugars and everything—it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes my stomach feels a little funny. Sometimes it doesn't. I actually got these uh, Science & Sport. You heard of them?
3: Mm-hmm. That company. Mm-hmm.
2: I've been messing with their uh, isotonic gels oh, here nice. lately, and those are working pretty nice so far. I've been using those the past couple of weeks on the long runs, mm-hmm. and I like those. And even the consistency, like. You, necessarily, you know, like you really don't even have to have water with it because it's mm-hmm. so fluid. It's not as yeah. viscous as everything else. So yeah. you kind of just take it down. And I try not to drink too much water with it just so it's not sloshing around in my stomach. Because those packs are huge, too. Like, compared to other gels, like, that shit is big. Yeah. I'm like, man, how, how do you even hold on? <laughs> 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 like, the two it's they It's going to weigh you down, man. Yeah, compared to everything <laughs>
3: else, I'm like, man.
2: So... But it's nice though. I like I like the consistency. It's only uh one gram of like sugar mm-hmm. in that too. I
3: mm-hmm. Like it's uh
2: I like the complexity of carbs that they use in those shells. Mm-hmm. So yeah. pretty good. But yeah, that's that's a good thing, though. No, I'll definitely uh have some Gatorades on deck for after the, the marathon. Make sure I pound yeah. those.
0: Yeah, some just something with, you know, some sugar at that point, it's not mm-hmm. gonna hurt you. It's only it's only right. gonna help. And I know people are, like, you know, so so opposed to sugar now. But it's, like, man, like, that's exactly what your body needs at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, why would, yep. you, why would you fight it? Why would you, like, not give your body the tools to, to yeah. keep you healthy at that point? So, um, man, I remember when gels first came out, I couldn't, like, it's just the consistency, the, yeah. the texture. I mean, it was, like, snot, man. It was so gross. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't do it. But, yeah, like. See, now uh, I'm
2: never going back after you just made
0: that well, That's the way it is, man. Like, but uh, so last week Nick was talking about that too. Like he's going with stuff that's it's like more liquid, like it's like the gel packs, but it's more like it, it's not like they they used to be. They're they're yeah. getting better at it. They're getting so it's you know it's much more palatable. Let's say. Gotcha.
2: So. Well, I, I will say this: <laughs> the taste of those though. Nah, I don't like the taste at all.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not and I mean, sugar.
2: Exactly. And if it was thing. sugar. I, and I oh. said that in one of my uh, YouTube videos, too. I'm like, look, if you used to drinking sugar, like concentrated sugar, like you are not going to like these at first. <laughs> like just fair warning. Like if you taking my advice, you want to try these out, just get ready for a nasty taste. But I took it last week and I was cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it, was, it wasn't too bad. Like I was prepared for it. So it was like, yeah. That first time though, I was like, damn, I forgot there's no sugar. <laughs> it was, it was nasty.
0: For sure, man. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Well, I'm, I'm glad that things are coming along, technology-wise and nutrition-wise. But yeah. Yeah. Still, still got a little ways to go. Oh yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Come <laughs> Can on, Can always Garmin. make
0: stuff taste better. Exactly. That too. Come on. Come on, right, Goodness. But Jason. Dude, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, good luck with the rest of your training. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be cheering for you. Uh, October 11th. October 11th. Awesome. All right, I, y'all.
2: I keep everybody posted, man. I'll be.
0: Yeah. I'll be. Yeah.
2: Posting a lot up to that point.
0: Good. And everybody watching and listening, uh, send Jason some love. Like over the next couple weeks, when and months, when training gets harder, like. Oh, yeah. Don't leave him hanging, y'all. He's he's gonna need a little help. So, Please. Yes. We all we all need a little help, but especially when you're running 20 miles, man. Like. Oh yeah. I'm gonna. Hey, what's,
2: real quick, what's your uh, what's the longest you ever run? Long run.
0: The longest I've ever run yeah. was I think 13, maybe 14. Gotcha. Yeah. And I did not enjoy it at all. <laughs> like, I hated it. So I didn't know I was going to be running that long either. Like that was the messed oh, really? up part, man. Yeah. So I was running with a couple, a couple buddies. It was like a couple days before our cross country camp started in college. So we'd come in like a week or two before school started and um, do all that. And, and so a couple guys came in early. They were like, Hey, we're going to go for a run. You want to come?
1: Like, yeah, sure.
0: So, and I, like, I was in, I was in good shape, but it was right. like, I had not, ever run that far before that maybe my longest was like 10 so okay, to go 13 14 when I was not expecting to was it was a shock yeah. I, yeah. I made it <laughs> but I didn't like it <laughs> so yeah I can uh, I can only imagine 20 I can only imagine it because I can't I've never yeah. done it so but yeah man best of luck keep us posted and uh yeah man are you are you still raising money for the charity or is that kind of so like, what happened there i
2: still have to talk to my director about that because uh, they gave us the options of deferral and mm. i would say like chicago run like they're a dope organization because i've heard of some horror stories with uh certain charities on how they are going about their charity runners like if they do a deferral like like, they still have to meet their quota on top of extra money that they have to start raising as well, too. Wow. We aren't like that. They're giving us up until, like, the 1st of December of, like, the year before whatever that deferral is. Like, if we want mm-hmm. to continue on with them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, where you are as far as your um, how much money you raise, you just have to raise up to the whatever the original goal was. Gotcha. So I'm still uh, I want to know exactly what I'm doing first, because I still haven't made a decision on what I'm going to do as far as like deferral to next year, mm-hmm. 2022, 2023 or just cancel it all together. Like I still don't even personally know. I want to talk to my um, I guess my charity run director or whatever and kind of see where we go from here and then i'll make my decision so as of right now i just kind of put it all on hold as far as me fundraising
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then it may be something i just when i make my decision i may just bring it back like i may just start pushing for it real hard again yeah the link is still on i kept the link on my ig mm-hmm. uh, bio so like if people still want to donate if you still want to get the chicago run like all you got to do is check out run J, at run JLC on ig And you'll see the link on my bio. So you're more than welcome to still give. We haven't suspended anything yet.
3: That money is still
2: going to go to good use because, you know, Uh kids will be going back to school out here pretty soon. And they're going to need those those type of health and wellness outlets as well, too. So, you know, it goes to a very good cause. They're doing a lot of good out here in the city. But, uh, yeah, I will keep you, uh, keep everyone updated on where I move forward from here. I'll probably have more of an idea of what I'm going to do after this week
0: gotcha awesome well yeah keep us posted and uh, yeah as long as that uh, as long as you're still accepting money like everybody go donate do it now don't wait
2: don't wait appreciate it (laughs)
0: awesome alright Jason we will uh, catch up soon and uh, we'll have to do this again once uh, once you finish up after October 11th we have to yep yeah, Give we'll do a, a re- weeks. <laughs> recap show and yep. all of that. <laughs> awesome. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching and listening. And go follow Jason. Send him some love. And we will pick things up next week. Adios. Okay.